Welcome to this late hour. A look at the world through the lens of scripture. I'm your host, Casey Knowlton. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the face cloth which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her.
is not here, for he has risen. Happy Easter, everyone. I hope your observance of the day of our Lord's resurrection has been an encouragement and a blessing to you. I have an exciting announcement for you today. Next month, I will be taking a close look at one of, if not the most, studied religious artifact in history, the Shroud of Turin. It is believed by many to be the actual linen burial shroud of Jesus Christ, one that miraculously bears an image of his scourged and crucified body. In addition to highlighting the amazing properties of the cloth for one of next month's episodes, I will be interviewing professional photographer Barry Schwartz, who was part of the only research team to have ever studied the cloth in person. Keep listening for a sneak peek of next month's three-part special, on the Shroud of Turin. Somebody said, you know, we need a chemist. Let's call Ray Rogers at Los Alamos National Lab. So they called Ray and he joined the team. And they said, you know, we need some other imaging people because this is about an image. So we need as many experts in imaging as we can get. They got a hold of Don Lynn at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena. He was head of imaging on Voyager, Viking, Mariner, and Galileo projects for NASA. And so he joined the team along with one of his colleagues, John Lohr. And Don Lynn was a good Catholic man. And a few months into it, after he had joined the team, we were having a regional meeting in California there. And again, I was thinking of quitting. And I remember saying to Don, um, gee, John, what's a nice Jewish boy like me doing on this team? And he looked at me and he said, well, apparently you've forgotten that the man in question is a Jew. And I said, no, I, I knew that. And he says, Oh, so you don't think God wants one of his chosen people on our team? Well, I laughed. I said, well, no, I never thought that at all. And he gave me perhaps what is the best advice I've been given in my entire life. He said, listen, stop complaining, go to Turin, do the very best job you can do. God doesn't tell us in advance what the plan is, but one day you'll know. Those are the words that kept me on that team. We can't tell you what it is. We couldn't determine what it is because when we got the chemistry right, the physics was wrong. And when we got the physics right, the chemistry seemed to be wrong. But we could tell you what it's not. We proved 
And you won't hear me use that word very often, but we proved that the shroud is not a painting and that nothing has been added to that cloth to create the image. We proved that the shroud is not a scorch, which was one of the theories that had been proposed that somebody took a beautiful metal statue of Jesus, heated it up and scorched the image onto the cloth. We proved that wasn't true. And one of the other uh, theories was, well, it was actually made photographically by perhaps Leonardo da Vinci. You have to remember that the very first photograph of the shroud was made in 1898 by a gentleman named Secundo Pia, who was a lawyer, had to have this great big view camera, you know, great big box of a camera, had to climb a big scaffolding, had to photograph the shroud through thick glass. And his first result, when he looked at his photo negative, he realized that what was on the shroud had the properties of a photographic negative. And when you photograph it onto a glass plate, in his case, the resulting glass plate where the lights and darks were reversed made it much easier to see than what was on the cloth itself. So he published those photographs and was immediately accused of some form of fraud. It wasn't until 1931 when the shroud was photographed for the second time that confirmed all of the conclusions drawn by the original photographer, Secundo Pia. I wonder what was going through Secunda Pia's mind when he first saw the image uh, as we have seen it uh, many times now today. What Secundo Pia wrote was, once he processed and fixed his glass plate, he took it to the window and opened the shutters to hold up this glass plate and look at it. And it happened to be a close-up that he had made of the face of the man of the shroud. And he said that he almost dropped the glass plate and his comment was that I was looking into the face of the Lord. Does this piece of linen show us the image of the living Christ? This late hour presents the Shroud of Turin special, starting May the 6th, 2022.